Welcome to another Subcon Podcast, a podcast about video games, hip-hop, and hip-hop about video games, and sometimes video games about hip-hop? I'm your equally baffled host, Gino Boost, from GameMusicForAll.com, and this Instrumental-only episode began with Infinitely Waiting, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite Online Lobby Concept MVC2 Swamp Stage RMX by DJ Chief Takanawa. Oh, give me a moment. Okay. Okay. This is also the first video episode of the Subcon Podcast. So, hey, my production time per episode has just gone up quite significantly. But this is also an audio podcast still, also. So I won't bring it up too much. Uh, But if you are only listening, uh, consider watching the show on YouTube as well. You know, do both. Takanawa composed this chill mix of concept music uh, for the upcoming Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Am I excited about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? No. Now, I do love MVC2, like most people my age do, and I did put in some decent hours on Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and you know what though? I'm good. I'm good now with, you know, with Marvel and Capcom fighting each other. I'm alright. Hey Capcom, though, how about Project Justice? Mm-hmm. No? Oh. Uh. I'm not even going to bring up Mega Man anymore. I also enjoy the soundtrack to Marvel vs. Capcom 2, despite what some people might say about that sweet jazz soundtrack. I'm glad Chief Takanawa feels the same way. I mean, the first track I ever enjoyed by Chief Takanawa was a remix of the Clock Tower stage from Marvel vs. Capcom 2 which I played way back on episode 17 if you want to check that out and you do um, I'm constantly feeling guilty about providing more instrumental episodes I mean normally like right now the amazing composers and beat makers get spins in the background while I vomit my garbage words over their intricate arrangements That's why we've got to highlight a few hot beats and beat makers in this episode. And thanks to two recent albums which inspired the PlayStation-ish theme to this episode, we got a whole block of highly underrepresented games from the classic PSX Pantheon. And for you youngins, PSX means PX1. One day PSX will mean PS10. And now we're closer to that day than we are away from it. I think. But anyway, 
both Doughboy the producer and Zelenka have dropped dope PlayStation inspired albums to vibe on. I hope this is the beginning of a great trend of PlayStation albums to vibe on. First up is a remix of Call Classic RPG, so called in fact, that I haven't played it. This is the game Lunar Silver Star Story. Don't blame me for not playing it though. I'm not selling organs to play an RPG. Apparently, I only play the most expensive PlayStation game beats. Pricey beats, man. Anyway, let's listen to Null and Void, Lunar Silver Star Story by Zelenka from his album Slay Station Instrumental Mixtape. Welcome back. You just heard Parasite Eve Sickness for MCs with Bars by Doughboy the producer from his instrumental mixtape Press PlayStation. 
Unlike Lunar back there, I played quite a bit of Parasite Eve back in the PSX era. And man was it great. Never before had I played a game with so many RPG and magical elements mixed into a realistic contemporary setting. Uh, nothing describes that idea more than the fact that you could have elemental based bullets in your rifle. Need more games with elemental based bullets, please. But that is also my favorite setting for any video game RPG contemporary like Earthbound. Parasite Eve had a huge amount of CG cutscenes like just ridiculous amount of cutscenes for that time uh, and back when I was young and was impressed by that kind of thing it blew my mind I mean this game was billed as a cinematic RPG um, but I think that was more I think that was less for the cutscenes and more for the fact that the RPG was only 10 hours long which was blasphemous at the time in fact it kind of still is I mean I would love a 10 hour RPG but back then there would have been a riot maybe not people would have been upset there would have been letters there would have been letters sent to game magazines that might have been published. That was our only recourse in those days. Any RPG that was less than 30 hours was like a ripoff back in those days. Probably in these days too. Um, that's why you had to call it a cinematic RPG. You had to put some quotation marks around RPG because RPG meant you had to grind for at least 10 hours to get to the next disc. So, you know, Parasite Eve wasn't a real RPG. Anyway, <laughs> those cutscenes were pretty great. Uh, they were square at their most decadent and gluttonous. Uh, just a few years before the movie Final Fantasy The Spirits Within out. Square back in those days though dabbled in all sorts of genres. I mean they made shoot 'em ups, they made fighting games, they made racing games, they made kart racing games. Fuck it, Square said. We're rich. They had a lot of great RPGs which sold a ton and then, I don't know what, how they decided, they just wanted to expand into everything? Did, I'm, I'm seriously asking, did Square have like a pull a genre out of a hat day every year? How did you get Chocobo Racing? I'm a big Squaresoft fan. Of this era, by the way. Einhander makes it all worth it. Urheiz does not. Anyway. Parasite Eve. The enemies were great uh, because they were just mutated versions of real life animals. Like, toss a couple more heads on a dog, uh, make an alligator as big as a grizzly bear. How about reanimate the corpse of a T Rex? 
it's all pretty sweet um, it's really really sweet when you compare it to the common orcs and bats that you have to fight in your generic fantasy RPG um, I mean you do have to fight bats in Parasite Eve but they're mutated bats big difference it says right here bats mutated bats anyway there's gun building in the game you collect gun parts uh, that you use to build sweet ass guns that you then imbue with elemental bullets so you can shoot things with fire bullets or acid bullets or thunder bullets and plus the active time RPG battles give the fights a much bigger sense of urgency um, which actually makes this game have a lot in common with the then upstart Capcom series Resident Evil so I think Squaresoft might have been looking their way and saying, hey, we could do that. What was magic? The original Parasite Eve was also very awesome for using the actual real life, like look it up on Google Maps. I'm sure you've heard of a little place called New York City. That was the place Square chose for the setting of their sci-fi fantasy RPG. And that was very rad. Um, I'm a big fan of actual places as settings. Um, Parasite Eve 2 though would go on to disappoint me by using the realistic setting of a very generic desert. Ugh. Back to Doughboy though. Uh, dude dropped a Nintendo mixtape which I bumped a couple episodes ago but with his latest release I had to sit back and let the track ride out uh, anyone who lays down a chill remix of a Yoko Shimomura OST is going to get rotation here on this show uh, just a rule I have to live by code of honor all that another thing that offers a great chance of getting play on subcon how about just letting me know you got new music out hip-hop moves fast so I try to play the freshest tracks possible, but if you've got sounds, then send them my way uh, and try to get some free PR out of me. Go for it. Uh, now let's get into the background music for this episode. Make sure you check out the show notes at gamemusicforall.com slash subcon and you'll find links to all the music on this episode. In accordance with this week's sudden theme, I've included more PSX era remixes in the background, starting off with Spyro Dawn of the Dragon Fire ASF remix by Doughboy the Producer from his album Press PlayStation Instrumentals Mixtape. Ah oh, man, I used to be all up on the demo for the original Spyro for hours at a time. Never played the actual game, but the demo was more than enough, super legit, very amazing. One of my favorite demos of all time. Um, anyway, next up, we heard from Two Mallow. We heard his remix of music from Castlevania Symphony of the Night from the Nasylvania Instrumentals album. That was Rule the Coliseum Instrumental. When we came back from the break, we heard even more from Doughboy. 
we heard Final Fantasy VII Victory Boom by Doughboy the Producer from Press PlayStation Instrumentals Mixtape. That was followed up by more from Zelenka. This time we heard his remix of Tecmo's Deception titled Invitation to Darkness. And the track you're hearing now is Steam Boy and DJ Abomination. This is from their Tekken remix album, Path of the Devil Gene, a true test of power. And the final track that you'll hear this week is Reminiscence by Makoto Tomizawa and Sayaka Fujita and Ikari Kaida from the Capcom-developed PlayStation game Dino Crisis. Remember Dino Crisis? It was like Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. But before we get into that, we are closing things out with a game I have played little of, but have much respect for, the expansive world of Skyrim. That's why I'm closing things out with this somber mix, The Sorrows of Skyrim by Voodoo Lion from Episode 4, Open Worlds, Endless Lives. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Subcon Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to me at patreon.com slash genoboost. Find song links and show notes at gamemusicforall.com slash subcon. Follow me on Twitter at genoboost and Instagram at RetroBitsLA. And of course, you can find the latest video game-based albums at GameMusicForAll.com. You're now leaving Subcon.